0: Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that
1: connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today I've got an exciting guest in the studio with us Wei Li, Vice President of Intel Architecture, Graphics and Software, and General Manager of Machine Learning and Translation at Intel. Welcome, Wei, to the program.
0: Thank you, Alison, for having me here.
1: So Wei, why don't we just get started and talk about your role as it relates to AI at Intel and what your organization is chartered to drive for the company.
0: So I'm from the software team inside Intel. The particular group is Intel architecture, graphics, and software. So actually within that group, we have a chance to work with a lot of other people, including the hardware architects. So we help them design the hardware specifically for AI. And on top of this, my group's job is to make sure software is very well optimized on Intel platforms.
1: Now, Intel has been making a lot of strides in AI over the past few years. Our focus extends from hardware optimizations to software optimizations and from edge to cloud. What would you say is the guiding principle of our engagement with AI, and what are we expecting from a standpoint of broader utilization of AI capabilities across data-centric workloads as we move forward?
0: So Intel, our strategy for AI is to provide the best portfolio for our customers. And we are in the scale business, particularly our Xeon is everywhere. Whenever you have a data center, you have a cloud, you have Xeon inside. So people have access to Xeon. And on top of this, we are also developing special accelerators for AI, particularly for deep learning, and going all the way from the edge side to the cloud side. And as low as something like a VPU, video processing unit, where you can have very low power, you know, somewhere in the one to two watts, and that can be used for doing computer vision at the edge side. On the server side, we're doing not only CPU, we're also doing special accelerators for both training as well as inference. So our footprint is very large. As a big company like Intel, we are reaching all over the place here.
1: Now, we have a number of different solutions in the market. It seems like we've got a common focus on ensuring that developers have tools to utilize our underlying infrastructure across all of those environments, as well as a consistency in terms of the types of capabilities that we're delivering in terms of integrated technologies on the processor. Can you tell me about how we're addressing that consistency in tools and capabilities from a software perspective?
0: Software plays a key role in terms of artificial intelligence here and for ai what we want to make sure here is not only software is very well optimized on each platform we also want to make sure when people move from one particular platform to another intel platform we see a consistent experience and that happens at different levels At the highest level, luckily for something like deep learning specifically, the industry has designed something like deep learning frameworks. So if people using the same frameworks, for example, PyTorch or TensorFlow, they can move easily from one architecture to another architecture. So that makes it much easier for people to try different platforms and try different solutions. Even underneath that, what Intel is trying to do is to provide a consistent interface across different levels so for example even for people who are developing these frameworks we want to make sure we have a consistent let's say library interface between the different architectures as well We want to have a consistent language people can use for different platforms and the tools and so we are looking at building a software stack that can go across multiple platforms here
1: now, recently Intel released its second generation Xeon scalable processors featuring new accelerations for AI inference with DL Boost technology. What does this technology bring to developers and how are you working with this technology to deliver more capability to AI applications?
0: So this technology brings something very exciting, particularly for deep learning inference. So DL Boost is designed to speed up deep learning inference. On the inference side, quite often, people want to use low precision. For example, instead of using 32-bit, they want to use 8-bit. And by doing smaller, lower precision, you can speed things up very significantly. So what we have been doing here is to utilize this technology inside the software we've been optimizing and enabling. And we have seen very significant performance improvement using Deep Learning Boost, particularly across multiple frameworks. I think we as Intel, we are probably the only one who has been enabling the low-precision int-8 in multiple frameworks here in the industry. We also have been enabling in DL Boost across different topologies as well, uh, ranging from computer vision, natural language processing, all the way to something like recommendation system and reinforcement learning. So there's a wide range of things we have been able to use DL Boost to get better speed up here.
1: So we talked about DL Boost. Obviously, this comes with an equal amount of focus on what we're doing with software. And then I know that that is an area where your team spends quite a lot of time. How are we making advancements within software to take advantage of our technology? And how does that result in terms of real value to the customer?
0: A few years ago, software on Intel was not well optimized. And in the past few years, our team has stepped in and we realized that was an issue here we optimize the open source software and uh, achieved a very, very large performance gain. Because of the significant performance we're getting out of software, we are contributing to the generation to generation performance gain, particularly from Cascade Lake. So for example, on Cascade Lake, when you compare the performance on Skylake at its launch, we're getting as much as 14x performance gain on Cascade Lake, depending on the particular skill you have.
1: What has the response been from the software uh, community to this technology and how are we ensuring that developers will have access to its capabilities?
0: The response from the community has been very positive. From customer perspective, it's actually very simple because we have done the work of leveraging the boost inside the frameworks. So for customers, frameworks, for example, TensorFlow, PyTorch, we also have our own inference toolkit called OpenVINO or DODT. And with the set of software we have, a customer does not have to understand how the underlying implementation works. All they need to do is in the application, they can just integrate that capability by using the tools we have, by using the frameworks we have optimized.
1: This product comes into the market as we see some changes in deep learning as a whole. Can you tell me about where you're seeing deep learning evolving and what that means from a standpoint of the underlying infrastructure requirements moving forward?
0: So deep learning has been evolving very, very quickly. It's a very dynamic field. A few years ago, when deep learning had the breakthrough, the classical example people were using there was image classification. Now, if you talk to a cloud service provider, the number one application is something called recommendation systems. If you think about large cloud service provider, they want to be able to rank their advertisement. They want to be able to rank their recommendations. So that particular capability is very different from the image classification here. And we also have been seeing other application domains, for example, natural language processing, where people are be able to use deep learning for autonomous driving, for playing chess, they're using reinforcement learning. So the field is getting broader and broader. And that's exciting to design specific chips for accelerating the individual domains, but also it's more challenging to have a special purpose only targeting a very narrow niche of deep learning. And uh, CPU has advantage because we are general purpose, we are much more capable of handling all kinds of workloads coming in here, so it is a natural evolution of deep learning is very good for something with a general purpose CPU plus uh, AI capabilities.
1: What else are we bringing to future platforms, and how does this comprise a larger strategy associated with integrations of AI acceleration into Intel technology?
0: On the CPU side, it's a general-purpose platform, but we continue to add specific features for AI. And in the last generation, we added something called AVX 512 that can do multiple instructions in parallel. And in the current Cascade Lake generation, Second generation, we added CPU support for integer 8. And then going forward, in the next generation, we're also going to add B4O16. That's going to be very critical for deep learning training. So in the product line, even though it is designed for general purpose, we're adding quite a bit of deep learning capabilities here. And that's very important for Intel because if you look at the overall portfolio, our CPU is one of the key components in terms of doing AI, in addition to the other special purpose accelerators we're building here.
1: I know that many have expressed interest in learning more about the technology. Where would you send them for more information and to engage the Intel team?
0: So Intel has a specific website called intel.ai, and you can find a lot of interesting information about Intel strategy, Intel products, as well as Intel software available on their website.
1: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Wei, for taking some time out of your day to join us on Chip Chat. It's been a real pleasure.
0: Thank you, Alison. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center
1: optimization.